Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Why, hello there. Fancy meeting you here. It's September 17th. It's a Tuesday. That means my sister's joining us. Hi, Suze. Good morning, good morning. Oh, geez, there was a slight pause. Okay, okay. Hi. Hi. Um, Hi. Okay. So, listen, before we get to the the bigger stuff, like, uh, you know, war and war with Iraq or Iran, I can't keep it track. Let's see, war with Iran. Um, right. Or, or um, God, what else? Um, the end of Western civilization, I guess, might sum a lot of the rest of it up. Um, let's first talk about, well, come to think of it, it is. We'll talk about the end of Western civilization. Did you watch uh, Sean Spicer on Dancing with the Stars? I did not. <laughs> How the hell did you miss that? I was busy. <laughs> well, Susan, we're talking about the downfall of Western civilization. You were busy. Even I have my limits. I have to admit that the second that I saw, um, and I did see his his costume in a picture on the New York Times this yes, morning. And, yes, the neon green. And I was so relieved that I had uh, been otherwise occupied. <laughs> I don't know that I could have stood to watch it. Oh, it's no, so, no, it's no. sort of like yeah. the, the same thing as listening to um, the Chosen One's voice. Yeah. It is almost physically impossible for me, and I sort of felt the same way about Spicer. And and if this is a problem for them, they ought to know that, uh, as we all know, I've managed to force myself to watch just about everyone. Yeah, and I don't, and I haven't and, and, for years and, and, and years. And they turned me off. Right. Okay, so here's what happened. I had actually uh, watched on demand uh, the first uh, country and western, uh, you know, country music uh, Ken Burns thing. So I was watching that. Yeah. That went on for a few hours, and then it was over. I, it was like you know, getting close to what I guess ten. Yeah. And I thought, geez, I wonder what there's to watch. And then I thought. Oh, hey, Dancing with the Stars. So I, I turned to it, and sure enough, they had left him for all last. last. Yeah, I was thinking right. second to last. And I tuned in exactly, exactly on at the right time. Um, I mean, here's what I thought. I thought it's the end of western civilization. I mean, I thought this is this is it. This is it conflates all of it. This was the former spokesperson for the supposedly most uh powerful man in the world, that'd be the president of the United States. Um and here he was in this pukey neon puke. I believe green, the color is puce. Puke Puce, that's puce, puce, whatever yeah, it was. Puce, like a with, yellow green. What unbelievable color that no one, male or female, would ever wear. And um, with ruffles, uh, it was like a blouse with ruffles on the sleeves and ruffles. Um, he looked like a clown. He clearly, I mean, I would think whoever put him in that costume was fully intending to make him look. Did it on purpose. Yeah. Was trying to yeah. humiliate him. Um, yeah. He was a joke. And there he was totally invested in this. Because at some point, and here's what's, here's what's happened, unfortunately, in, in this country. What is the difference between being on TV uh, at a podium at the White House telling lies to the world or being in this ruffled shirt making a fool of yourself clowning on a show that's attracting attention to you as well. It's, it's this confluence of our political culture now with the entertainment culture with really no, no effort to blur the line. It is, that is Sean Spicer dancing or uh, attempting to dance 
Um, Could he dance? No, of course not. Not at all. Not at all. It was embarrassing. He Could he even very... pick up the feet? That's what I can't stand. These guys that can't seem that their shoes must weigh forty pounds. No, no, no. And they he can't pick could, up their feet. He couldn't even be on the beat. I mean, he was. He had no. You know, sorry. Uh, just horrific. And he was quite willing. He was a willing partner in this. Of course, he is self-abasement. But that is because the greatest thing in America is celebrity. He needs to stay in front of our eyes to be... I, I just think we are the sickest culture It's pretty sick. Ever. I mean, I, you know, so I, but I do think it's amusing that you watched it and I didn't. And, 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 and uh, the, the host of the show, Tom Bergeron, is the one that had a fit when they cast him. I mean, he made news. That's true. Saying that it was yeah. in, that it was inappropriate and an inappropriate nexus of uh, real life and entertainment, and and he decried it. And yeah, I thought, well, God, he's going to get fired, but he didn't. He didn't. And quite clearly, uh, Spicer is um, going to be gone pretty quickly too, um, unless the public keeps him around. No, frequently the public keeps those people on. To First, to humiliate them longer, yeah. and then because well, it's, it's, it's it's the it would be his fans, you know, the people on that side. I don't know why would it. God, oh my, Jesus H. Oh, look at this. We got a little email, but, Susan. Uh, yeah. It says Leningrad Lynn. And Stalingrad, Susan, how that Russian collusion thing working out for you? It's going on three years that both of you have wasted our time with your tinfoil hat conspiracy theories. Impeachment? When? Well, yeah, who is <laughs> Who signs this? Uh, thank you. You seem to be one of us, our biggest fans. How kind of you to listen. No, well, listen. Um, isn't that fascinating? Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there. Oh, was I was no informed the other day solemnly that Jews are not white. Well, I think a lot of people agree with that. Uh, yeah. Well, then, and in many cases, they are correct. Well, that's Somali true too. Jews are very black. Yeah. Um, Jews are Semites, which can make us dark-skinned darker we tan easily god almighty except the jews that are real fair-skinned with blue eyes and red hair and, and blonde hair yeah god dang okay so um just saying uh so i'm collusion with uh, russia how about collusion with saudi arabia jeez yeah how about how about just doing business with everybody that is not in the best interest of our country how's it let's turn the question around sweetheart how's it working for you listen to this so trump tweeted in regard to the drone attack on the saudi uh refineries um he tweeted this there is reason to believe that we know the culprit are locked and loaded, depending on verification. By the way, this is he tweeted that after his own Secretary of State said that he'd verified that it was Iran. So the president was waiting mm -hmm. for verification that had already been given him. Okay, wait a minute. Well, you that, know, it's yeah. just he'll give him a Sharpie, he'll fix it. I know. There is reason to believe that we know the culprit and are locked and loaded, depending on verification, but are waiting to hear from the kingdom, capital K. That would be the murderous sheik, right? Are yeah, waiting right. to hear from the kingdom as to who they believe was the cause of this attack and under what terms we would proceed. So there is the President right. of the United because States. Because we're, we're the lackey, we're the lackey, the lackey of, the, of kingdom. the kingdom. Of this murderous, horrific... By the chosen one's own words. So it's not like we're making it up. He just 
hands it to you guys. Sorry. I mean, the last time I looked, if the military, American military, was to be sent anywhere, it was the Congress of the United States, believe it or not, that is supposed to sign off on that, not the right. kingdom of Saudi effing Arabia. What is this? We're now a mercenary army for the Saudis? Apparently. Uh, tell us when we're supposed to come, and then we will. I mean, the, well, you know, there's, we don't we don't know what hotel deal is looming behind this. Well, you know, I'll give you one military for three Trump towers. Yeah, you know, it was pointed out by the way uh, the other day I saw, and it, it, I mean, it's known, but it was a reminder that the Saudis own. I mean, they own, I think, the 45th floor of Trump Tower. Of course. <laughs> They're one of his best tenants. You got to keep them happy. Some tenants, some tenants, they want, like, you know, I don't know, new carpeting. These tenants, sometimes you have to mobilize the uh, U.S. Army and, uh, and kill people for them. But that's cool. Yeah, I just happened to have one lying around. Oh, God in heaven. Yeah. So, um, what else we got? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you talked about it, but I continue to be fascinated by the kerfuffle of the Kavanaugh story. Well, and and I'm tr- and I'm trying to figure out if the Times does this on purpose. I don't know. In order, in order to confuse people about what is actually being reported. Well, because boy did it. I mean people and even their read they use the word she in place of actual names so often that even in the you know in their editor's note if you had not read the whole article and were just focusing on that you'd have no idea which woman? what anybody was talking about because yeah. of the misplaced and the inappropriately used pronouns it was deliberately confusing well, and i that, spent all day saying to people no that it's more than one people this is not ramirez this is somebody else this is the you know, woman and that no, steyer this guy named steyer said at another drunken party that uh, kavanaugh was waving his penis in this woman's face uh it has since been the times ended up what apolog doing a correction in that, they, ref- they did not report in the first story that the woman in that second uh, episode does not recall it. Re- no, 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 no. See, now this is all, this, if you read that note, here's the truth, and, I, and this is what I'm talking about. The woman refuses to be interviewed. She has two friends who say she doesn't recall. That is hearsay. I don't know who these friends are or whether they're even friends. Two people identified as friends say she doesn't recall. Person involved refuses to be interviewed. Steyer witnessed. Yeah, okay. It was the most mucked up story. That is the allegation. It was a mucked up story. And do you know they also tweeted something out to uh, promote it? The tweet is appalling. The tweet is appalling. Do you have that available to you? Because I was looking for it. Uh, And then they they removed the tweet because it was so disgusting. And this is the New York effing Times. They are the worst. I am getting to the point where I'm really, I know they've got some good reporters, but editorially and in a lot of ways, their news judgment sucks. They're making mistakes left and right, which helps Donald Trump in his accusations of fake news. Find that... uh, the New York Times deleted. I'm, I'm looking. I'm on it. Wait a minute. And the New York Times. It, but yeah, it was about as. Uh, yeah, New York Times tweet deleted. Uh, yeah. While you're doing that, Sean Spicer was reduced to tears after his big debut on Dancing with the Stars, but he wasn't crying out of sadness. The guy was overjoyed. Oh, yeah. Okay, here's the tweet. Okay. Okay. Having a penis, the 
Quote, having a penis thrust in your face at a drunken dorm party may seem like harmless fun. Dear God but when, in heaven. That, that's a, wait, okay. but when Brett Kavanaugh did it to her, Deborah M- Ramirez says it confirmed that she didn't belong oh, at yeah, Yale yeah. in the first place. Okay, read that first part again. Having a penis thrust in your face at a drunken dorm party may seem like harmless fun. Who could possibly have written that? Well, first of all, let me as an English teacher just say that that is written as a sentence and it's not. It is a clause. <laughs> well, okay, well, I don't So it ends with a period and then a capital B, but when Brett Kavanaugh did it to her, they have not identified the tweeter writer. You think you got to be some genius to work at the New York Times? Apparently not. You think you got to be the best no, of the best? No, but I got to tell you, Apparently I, I got to tell you, I think that sentence says it all. I think that sentence tells you exactly how far women have come in the last 30 years because somebody, probably fairly young, wrote that and actually thought, okay, yeah, I'm sure most people think that seems like harmless fun. No, I don't think it'd be somebody young because these young people are much more tuned in to the fact that you don't act like that. That's an older person wrote that. Well, it depends. You might still be a frat party you know, guy that drinks too much. You think those guys aren't still around? They are. You th- I mean, you think that that, that doesn't exist? Well, we don't, of so we don't it know. It's some, some despicable person wrote that. I mean, my I, guess is a. My guess is he's male. My <laughs> guess is it's a male too, but you know what? Might not be, but who knows? My guess is it be a male. It could be a woman trying to outman a man. Oh, I mean, it could. Almighty. Yeah, the New York Times. Jesus H. So here they have. But this I, no, as I as I talked about it during the day, it was so clear that it could be read for affirmation if you thought the whole thing was hooey. And it was and that's why it was so successfully, you know, used that way. They managed to take a book that really very carefully discusses why Kavanaugh should not be sitting on the Supreme Court and offers lots of stuff and a total indictment of an enfeebled FBI that didn't follow up on absolutely anything. They weren't allowed to. And a po- they the were White not allowed House. to. The White House wouldn't allow. We have such a corrupted government, which, it is beyond belief. It which, is. by the way, speaking of, the White House would not allow the FBI to investigate that, which the Congress told it to investigate. But also, now the, the CIA is turning over whistleblower information to the committee that is supposed to review it because it's confidential? Well, this is Republicans running So we have a government that's just closing down on itself, and Donald Trump is running absolutely everything. Right, everything. He has gotten rid of anybody who will even raise an eyebrow in his presence. So... um, God help us. That's all I have to say. God help us. It's constitutional. So have you? <laughs> Ellis so I got I got a a a, um, a text from um, progressives for Biden. <laughs> okay. Um, I just wrote them back, that, you know, and they text, do you want to be in our leadership committee for progressions for progressives for Biden, Susan? All right. And another, I wrote back. You I wrote back, back no. shit like that, Susan. I did. I, t- I tweeted back, no, I'm so progressive. I'm only looking at women right now. See ya. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. I wanna. I, I, I'm not done trashing the New York Times. I have a another. Oh, no, you go back to trashing the New York Times. I just for, okay. I just remembered I, with amusement progressives for Biden. I have an example <laughs> uh, from today's New York Times. Um, okay. It is a story. 
about one of the women who you mentioned who would like uh, to be the president, and that is Elizabeth Warren. And she um, rolled out yet another um, plan yesterday at a big rally in New York City uh, where she received the endorsement of the, uh, what is it, the family, uh, Working Families Party, Working Families Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah. the party mm-hmm. that uh, Danny Cantor uh, founded or helped found and oh, was the right. first, uh, first director of it. Um, sorry, just a friend. Um, and Good old Danny Kent. Right? And the, this article, to me, symbolizes everything that is wrong about reportage uh, in regard to our elections. Here is, they let you know at the beginning that she was there uh, giving a forceful argument attacking the corruption in our government in a defining speech, it said. Then, they tell you nothing. Nothing about this defining speech. They go on. Here's how big it is. It's a big article. They go on from there about, first of all, they they don't talk about her plan at all uh, for combating corruption or define what how she sees the corruption. The first time you hear a quote from her, it's this. It's about her electability. She She apparently said, there's a lot at stake in this election and I know people are scared, but we can't choose a candidate we don't believe in just because we're too scared to do anything else. And Democrats can't win if we're scared and looking backwards. That's obviously a dig at Biden. I totally agree with her in every way. But what about the battle against corruption, which supposedly this article is about? There is right. No, nothing. they turn it to about. They make it about her electability. No, and reinforce that right. she's not right. Then from there, the rest of the damn story practically is about the crowd size. They go from that into it was a big crowd that she's been drawing big crowds. They give various numbers from here, there, the other. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Then they talk about how Barack Obama drew enormous crowds. Then they talk about whether drawing crowds is uh, indicative of somebody who is going to end up being the nominee, and they decide, well, maybe, and well, maybe not. Then they talked about, I'm telling you, Susan, this whole thing is about crowd size. Who wrote the article? Thomas Kaplan. Yep. I'm telling you. What is this? I'm I'm telling you that white men don't want a woman candidate, and they are going to make sure we don't get one by this sort of thing, and I don't even think they realize they're doing it. And if they do realize they're doing it, shame on them. But where Go are look the your wife in the Wait, face. Where are the editors? Go look where your wife in the face editors? and tell her you think she's inadequate and a second-class but, citizen and not as smart as you, because that's how you're treating this. I'm just I know nothing, nothing about her plan, which was purportedly what the story is about. I know nothing from reading this third of a, I took up more than a third of the page. Um, that is a coded opinion of piece. That is a coded opinion of piece about why a woman can't win. Incredible. Masquerading as news. And as you very carefully point out, leaving out every single bit of actual information about what the story was supposed to be about. And turning it into his opinion that uh, she can't win. I um, I did read um, a, another story, I think it was in the Washington Post, that did give me some information about her speech. 
um, and how she, I mean, she talked about big things, like how she would not allow, I mean, she pretty much like make lobbying, uh, you know, something. Uh, first of all, you couldn't leave government and go directly into lobbying jobs. You couldn't do this. You could, she had like a plan of we're going to make it illegal to do these things, this revolving door. Uh, and she talked about corporations essentially running the government. She talked about the right. fact that every everything we try to attack, whether it be guns, whether it be health care, uh, there is a corporate lobbying group that stymies any effort to get anything done. That's a corrupted government. The people of America want something and they can't have it because the government is corrupted, bought, and paid for. The article had nothing to say about any of that. In fact, the only thing it talked about was the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire, which of course happened over a hundred years ago and was a historic anecdote she told. We don't care about that anymore. <laughs> she was using that as an example of how some horrific thing Working conditions were outrageous, people died, and that made government react. Um, but that wasn't the speech. God damn. It's incredible. It really is incredible. And, and, I, and <clears throat> it really is hard not to look at all of this reporting without looking at it through the lens of misogyny. And and I'm and it's. I don't it's think it's just, just misogyny, Susan. Because if it were all guys running, they'd still be doing this kind of bullshit with the the horse race crap and crowd. Well, then it's size. power broking. It's it's misogyny and power broking. It's power broking, and and the easiest thing to do is throw the women away first. Well, I there's no throwing Elizabeth Warren away. I can tell you that no. right now. I really, you know, I was even thinking about, you know, a conversation we had, you know, with our brother who mentioned that he taught with her at the University of Texas. Did you, did we, were you there when we had this conversation? Vaguely remember it. But, but he, he mentioned in passing that they, they all thought she was very, very smart. And they all thought she was very, very ambitious. And he smiled at me. And I thought, yeah. So, what, you weren't ambitious, Bill? Were people looking at you and smiling and going, hmm. If they thought that, they would have said, that guy's going. He'd say, that guy's going someplace. And that'd be positive. And And that would be positive. But this guy, this this guy who I love and everything else, he sees her as ambitious. Good for her. How the hell else is she going to get anywhere? By not being ambitious? Men aren't ambitious? God almighty. Not a compliment in a woman. It means she's trying to get someplace she doesn't belong. Let me point out, uh, just to change the subject a little bit, that um, as we speak, Israelis are voting. 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 This is their election day. Why do they vote on a Tuesday, too? Jesus, what a stupid day to vote. Um, so this is a... I, Why I is there only one day to vote? That's true, you too. Know, I, I mean, don't have a... Why I, do we make it... I'm so... I know he's going to win again because that's just the way it seems to happen. He's going to squeak out another victory and the end will be near. Um, but there's a slight chance that today... Israeli voters might send that bastard packing. God, I would love it. Oh my God! Every time we reelect one of these guys, I it just makes me heartsick. I I go really. Mm-hmm. There's that many people that that are willing to have a known crook as their leader, really? Yeah. Well, they that doesn't say, matter. You know why? It really? They make, they, it's quite clear. He makes them feel safe. That is what despots do. He makes them feel they'll be safe. God. Anyway, 
I want to also bring up something. Israelis didn't used to be such fraidy cats. No. Well, but, yeah, no. This is, again, the New York they Times. They were very rugged individualists. You know, they didn't need Netanyahu to be tough for them. They were tough. Um, New York Times, again, <laughs> doing... Okay. I, I just want to put out there, I really love a, a lot of guys. I, I'm just... Um, I, I just don't have the steadying influence of my husband anymore, so my, my rage goes unchecked. But it's got plenty of fuel. Yeah, but... Yeah, but... <laughs> I don't know. There, no, I I've have a son that, that I some, adore and a grandson that, that I adore, you know, and a I dog know. that's a boy. Yeah, but women... Um, <laughs> Women of a certain age uh, are somehow letting loose these days with anger that has built up over a lifetime, and I think that's what we're hearing, pretty much. Um, yeah. So the price. Yeah, we put up with a lot of we put up with a lot of bullshit, and things were supposed to be better, and instead, they're infinitely worse. One of the things that drives me crazy in this corrupted country of ours is that anytime somebody puts out a uh, a policy like Elizabeth Warren uh, for uh, you know reducing student debt or uh, free uh, ch- daycare um, or you know health care, anything that would help a lot of people. We are told there's no money. You know what that would cost? You know what that would cost? That question is never asked when the military wants something. When no, corporations want something. Or when Trump says well, the billionaires shouldn't pay taxes. Let me tell you what. So the New York Times did look at the price of keeping even one prisoner at Guantanamo Bay. They crunch the numbers. Listen to this. We have 1,800 troops at the detention facility at Guantanamo. That means there are, there's only 40 prisoners there. That means there are 45 troops for every prisoner at Guantanamo. Those troops have to be fed, cared for, blah, blah, blah. Um, It says here the staff there have their own chapel, movie theater, housing, two dining rooms, a team of mental health care workers, and comfort dogs. The prisoners have access to satellite news and sports channels, workout equipment, playstations, and if their, you know, their behavior warrants it, they get communal meals and can pray in groups, and some uh, can attend art and horticulture classes. So they're just all stranded on a on, a, on an on island. A, yeah, listen on to an this. Island. You know what it comes down to? Forty-five soldiers per prisoner. Thirteen million dollars a year per prisoner. Per prisoner. Per I was going to say that's not cheap. Yeah, per prisoner. It says, uh-huh. it makes Guantanamo, without a doubt, the world's most expensive <laughs> jail. Um, they talk about how much in the, the super, super, super uh, uh, jails that we have, uh, what the costs are, like the high-risk high, high risk, uh, place in Colorado that holds all the, all the terrorists there. Uh, the per prisoner cost is seventy-eight thousand dollars. 
which is slightly different than 13 million. 13 million. And I have to tell you, that, you know, it's just, I'm sure, a little thing. But we'll spend 13 million holding a person who we have yet to convict, by the way. Right, and no one says, how much does that cost? Where's the money coming from? That's just one little indication. Unbelievable. Oh, Cokie Roberts has died. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Uh, 75 years old. Um... She got stuck with Koki the same way I got stuck with Ninu from her older brother who couldn't pronounce Corinne, uh, which was her name, and dubbed her Koki instead. Um, her husband, of course, is a journalist, Stephen Roberts, and um, she was the daughter of a uh, congressman. Congress, both of them, congressmen, the, uh, what's his name, Hale Boggs of, uh, of Louisiana, who was killed, I believe, in an airplane crash. Um, and then her mother took over. And then right. her mom took the seat. Um, so, Cokie Roberts. I haven't heard, I mean, I haven't seen or heard from her in a long time, but um, so, yeah, she's dead. And it, it doesn't say anything here about what, why, or the other. Very little information, just for those of you who care. Um, well, this is a possible uh, good uh, thing that happened yesterday. The uh, district attorney in, in New York City uh, has a grand jury going, and uh, the grand jury, I guess the pro have a, there's been a subpoena issued uh, for eight years of Donald Trump's personal income taxes and the Trump company's uh, income taxes. And this might be a harder thing for them to avoid. It says here it may be more difficult to fend off a subpoena in a criminal investigation with a sitting grand jury, as is the case in, in Manhattan. So, <laughs> they'll just refuse. I mean, they, they don't care. They don't care what the rules are, uh, whatever. Yeah, um, well, you know, I... I would dearly love to see this family held accountable uh, and the and the Kushners too. Um, <laughs> but it's so at this point secondary to the fact that they broke my country. Yeah. That 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 you know even the the, the Schadenfreude isn't anywhere near enough to make up for it. No. So just to lighten things up a little bit, Susan, there's a thing in the Wall Street Journal today that doesn't tell me anything. Um, and in fact, is written by a woman named Boggs, we were just talking about, I don't know if she'd be any relation uh, to Cokie Roberts, but um, it says, here, here, I'll just read two sentences because that's what this is about. Dear women under the age of 30, what's your problem with purses? When precisely did you decide they were passé? And this woman goes on to document all these instances where she sees young women toting around iPhone, sunglasses, ring, key rings, but never a purse. Is this something that we don't know about? You know, and a lot of... Um, I, I don't know why she's saying it's young women. I feel like she's describing me. Oh. I find carting around a purse the most aggravating thing in the whole world. It's either too small so that it can't hold everything that you decide to stuff in it, or it's so large that you overstuff it, and then you are hurting your shoulders and your back and your posture by lugging the thing around on a shoulder. Um, and, I, and what I would like is to have what men have always pockets. had, which is pockets. Pockets. 
That's exactly so where I now I was walk going. around usually wearing a jacket because that's what my husband did. He said, I need a jacket. I need the pockets. And so finally I got them in my head. So I wear a jacket and use pockets. I hate purses. Um, it's not, it's a thing. It's a, why do I have to carry a purse? And a guy doesn't. Give me pockets. I don't care if it makes me look like I have hips. I do. Jesus. They don't even put hips on, they don't put pockets on women's pants anymore because apparently they think women are so vain that they don't want pockets because they sh- they add fabric to their hips and their and their well, stomach. Right. I, whenever I find, a, you were mentioning the other day about how many pairs of black pants can you have. Well, I'll tell you what, when you find them with pockets, that's, that is a find. Women's clothing often has no pockets. Think, guys. Think about that. That's why you don't have to have a purse. We want pockets. We want pockets. God. Yeah, and I don't walk around with a lipstick to freshen my makeup all day, so I don't need a powder, a compact, and lipstick, and all that. You know... You know how much this weighs? It is so heavy. What do I have in here? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I I had back issues. They are not good for you. If you're going to do something, wear a backpack, I guess, and wear it properly. Uh, but that's totally unsafe because if you live in a city and you're wearing a backpack and your wallet's in it, someone's just walking behind you taking it out. So <laughs> you have to wear your backpack in front of you, which I do not find attractive. I, I feel like I'm about to jump out of an airplane. Oh man! So pockets, pockets. So yes, that's. I, so now this, the Wall Street Journal. The this was supposed to make me feel better. The Wall Street Journal features an article about a woman decrying the fact that the younger generation doesn't want purses. Oh please, Susan. Uh, are you boxing after the show today? No, I'm not. I'm in Green Bay. I have to hang up and take Mother straight to the doctor. <laughs> Is everything okay? Oh, everything's fine. We're just getting a checkup so I can take her on the road trip to Pittsburgh. Yay! Okay, I just want to read one little thing here. This is from uh, CNN. Uh, Dateline, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi and U.S. investigators have determined with very high probability that the attack on the Saudi oil industry was launched from an Iranian base in Iran, close to the border with Iraq. Okay, I read that and I thought, wait a minute. We are supposed to believe, who are the two sources here? Saudi, the Saudi government, and the U.S. government? I can think of no two more unreliable sources now. Well, especially I don't after a thing they uh, say. Well, especially after the the United States guy said he was waiting to hear from the well, out, from the other guy. Well, that that So now they got their story straight and they released their statement. Yeah, right. And and you do know that what they released what the United States is releasing as evidence of whatever is evidence of nothing. You can't tell anything from it. No, listen. Our we're now li- the the White House, uh, it's Pompeo State Department, uh, these guys are lying through their teeth. Remember when the Iranians shot down one of our drones, and they said it had got gotten into their uh, airspace. Um, third parties even allied third parties looking into it, it is quite clear that drone was in Iranian airspace. We said it wasn't. We came up with something where it was like two inches away. Um, We're just liars now. We're supposed to take anything out of this White House as truth? I mean, we haven't learned anything? And, And then we're buttressed by the Saudi intelligence these are the guys who show up at diplomatic uh, facilities with bone cutters. Oh, man. Ay, 
Are you boxing? <laughs> no. Who, me? No. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> this made me uh, somewhat happy. Mitch McConnell's uh, wife is um, the transportation secretary, uh, Elaine Chow. And it looks like uh, the House... Uh, the House uh, Oversight Committee is going to be investigating her doings. She is the daughter of a Chinese gazillionaire who owns magnate. a shipping company. And there are indications of numerous instances in which Chow, as the U.S. Transportation Secretary made decisions which clearly bolstered her daddy's company and often this was by harming American shippers. Oh, but it's her dad. <laughs> Why else would you do such a job? Federal... Regulations prohibit federal employees from using their public office for the private gain of friends and relatives. So they have um, they have demanded she turn over a number of communications with her family's shipping company. Um, crooks! Is there a more corrupt, revolting family than that? Well, let well and and remember who she's married to. That's what I said. McConnell. Right. God. Beth writes. I mean, just think about that. Just think about that just for a moment. I mean, if anybody is still eating breakfast, don't listen. Think about having to no, go to bed with no, McConnell every night. No. <laughs> don't. He is so repulsive. Okay. <laughs> uh, Beth writes. First, I feel like Susan and I are channeling the same anger these days. In working in payroll, she's a payroll accountant for in the movie industry. In working in payroll, I am seeing the wage gap widen between white men and women. Men get the increase in salary without question or, ask, or even asking for a raise. While only two women on my last project saw those types of raises. There was a younger woman in my office who did extra work and was asked what she wanted financially, and she gave the typical female response of, whatever you feel I deserve, or it's fine, I, I need nothing extra. Beth says, I will tell you, I pulled her aside and said, you cannot do that. You are hurting every other woman who deserves a raise. I told her you have a sum in your head, and the next time you are asked that question, you have that answer. You need to, to play it like a man. I was less of a feminist after graduating from women's college compared to what I am today. Yeah. Okay. There's somebody who's actually cutting the check, so she she knows. Yeah, she knows. And here Ben writes... I see both female and male students carrying the following. They have their phone in a case with a pocket in the back for their ID and bank cards. They don't carry cash, and their student ID opens electronic locks. And day-to-day, -day, most female students wear pants. Everything has been reduced to very few objects they need to carry. There you go. And pretty soon, we'll just have chips embedded in our skin so that we don't even have to carry the, you know, IDs that open locks. Well, and, you know, the other thing is, is that in an urban environment or a college, you know, environment, that is a largely pedestrian uh, environment, and you don't want to be carrying a bunch of stuff around. You're walking. Uh, Barbara wants to just remind us about our good friends, the Saudis, Trump's great friends the uh this disgusting what is he th he's the same age as kushner this this murderous son of a bitch in saudi arabia now mm -hmm. 
Um, Saudi Arabia has executed 134 people in crucifixions, including six children. What? (gasps) Oh, please tell me this isn't true. I can't. Um, More than 100... More than 134 people have been brutally executed in Saudi Arabia so far this year, uh, including six who were just children when they were arrested. A massive spike in crucifixions and beheadings. Oh, my God. Well... If you want to subjugate a people, scare them to death. Prominent political opponents of the crown prince, human rights campaigners. Um, Three women were executed. 58 of those killed were foreign nationals, and most were accused of spreading Shia Islam a crime in the Sunni Arab state. Wow. On April 22nd, a horrific mass execution was carried out involving 37 men. One was crucified, another had his head impaled on a spike. These are our allies. God. God almighty. Okay. Um, Here, a little more on uh, Cokie Roberts. Uh, Nah, I'm not getting much. No, they they haven't released anything yet. Wait, wait, wait. Um... Okay. Well, she was a real, um, you know, she was one of the first women to get into a lot of uh, journalism jobs. She was there in the first uh, phalanx. Um, Right. Yeah, her, her dad was a former Democratic majority leader of the House, Hale Boggs. Uh, he disappeared on a campaign flight in Alaska in 1972. Uh, her mother, Lindy, took her husband's seat, served for 17 years, also served as ambassador to the Vatican. Whatever. They don't say what she died of. Okay. No, well, they aren't saying it yet, but here Harvey Weinstein is lamenting that his whole life has been ruined by all of this Me Too stuff. Well, sure, it has. (laughs) Of course, it had nothing to do with the actions that he uh, engaged in. No, and it's his attorney saying, I mean, no matter what happens to Harvey Weinstein, he will pay the biggest price there is. Even if he wins, his whole life has been ruined and toppled damage. How can he win when... All of these women are corroborating his actions. How can he win? And why, I mean, you know, <laughs> his life has been ruined. This is, you know, this is the refrain. This is what the judges say, too, when they throw out those rapist cases. Yeah. You know, and, and, they, and, they get, and they yell at the victims for ruining the rapist's life. I mean, this is, this is, this is a, a refrain that is being heard more and more this year. Yep. So also, Susan... It's ruining his life, huh? Why, what? Hmm? I'm, how calm am I? What? <laughs> well, you're just starting Nothing to be a little bit of a, a Johnny OneNote. I know, I'm sorry. I just, it just, how, I, it's not my fault. I'm right under the Cokie Roberts story was the Harvey Weinstein quote. Okay. Um, back to the, uh, the New York Times, their science section today. 
Yeah, I didn't get there. Huh? There was well, there's a story about a thing uh, that uh, they describe as, um, you know, particularly terrifying, not to the person who's suffering from this condition, but to the people who are with the person. And I, when I started reading about it, I thought, wait a minute, that's the thing that happened to mom with our brother. With Bill. And right. the thing is called transient global amnesia. And do you remember, Susan, exactly how it manifested? My brother was... was I did. Well, I know. It. I can remember the story exactly, actually. Bill the, the, had the just Packer returned. The Packer game was on. The Packer game was on. No, Bill had just returned from a overseas trip and was jet-lagged, and... He was exercising on uh, this on an exercise that at that point was upstairs. Right. And and um, and there was a Packer game on, and mother was and she was downstairs, and she was surprised that Bill didn't come down because the Packers and, were on. Because the Packers were on, so he she went to get him, and she found him confused. But in such a state that he could not, um, he, he in the moment he was he knew what was happening, but he could not record anything that was happening. He was he was so what happened the previous second was not recorded, and and she and she just kept yelling at him over and over. We have to go to the hospital. And he kept going, I, you know, no, we have, and then he go, what, well, look, there's a Packer game, you know, we have to go to the house. She had, and that's what he had. And it was a combination of exercise and jet lag and everything that induced this temporary, thank God, condition, it rendered him a babbling idiot. Right. Well, he's had that the worst, the worst thing that he could imagine. He no. couldn't record anything. No. So what they say, it's very, it's it's rather rare. Uh, it says uh, the incidence of it is 23 cases per hundred thousand people uh, per year. Uh, transient global amnesia is a temporary lapse in memory. That can never be retrieved. It's as if your brain, your memory, well, it's, he says here, it's as if the brain is on overload and takes a break to recharge. So the person who's suffering this does not experience any alteration in consciousness or abnormal movements. He was up there on an exercise bike. And he was right. having a conversation of sorts with our mother, but he couldn't, everything that was happening to him, he, there was no way he would ever remember. So he has no memory, nor will he ever, of, I don't know when his memory finally kicked in. She got him to the hospital. She um, got him into the hospital, and he started, and he started to come to there. He says it's relatively rare. Uh, the person appears disoriented and confused and keeps asking the same questions over and over. But they say when it happens to people, it's more terrifying to the people around them who can't. Right. Well, because the person it's happening to isn't recording, re recording it. It's, they don't remember it. Right. But, but also... Uh, it says it is a benign condition that leaves no lasting effects, um, usually lasts from one to eight hours, most often resolves within a day, and the person is probably never, ever, ever going to have another, another spate of it. Right, right. It, it, it happened as a result of a bunch of you know, things happening at the same time. Well, they'll tell you here um, that some of the things that have set it off in other people is alcohol, excessive alcohol consumption, which didn't figure here, large doses of illegal drugs. That day. <laughs> <laughs> large doses of illegal drugs. I don't think so. Um, sudden immersion in cold water or hot water. 
physical exertion. That's what he did. It was him, you know, he gets on that thing and he pedals like um, like the, the, that awful The Wicked woman Witch in of, the, the, wicked of the West the, and the Wizard yeah. of Oz. Yeah, like that. Um, acute emotional or psychological stress, pain, medical procedures, or sexual intercourse. Also, people with migraines are more apt to have it. I'm just saying. So that was weird to see that again because I thought, geez, that's what happened to Bill. And I mean, the that concern, obviously, of uh, that our mother felt, and I would have too, is that he was stroking out. Right. 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 But he wasn't. Oh. But, dear sister, I now have to take mother to the doctor and I can't be late. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. Thank you. All right. Um, wonder if she's. I hope the doctor's not a white male. She'll probably jump down his throat, strangle him with his stethoscope. Hey, thank you so much for being with me tomorrow. Uh, I'll be back. Hope you will too. Bye bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.